Hi, it's Lee and Haley, and you're about to listen to the best episode of Eat Kentucky. Oh, the best. Alan is so blessed to have had us on. I know that. He knows that. No, we were so blessed to be on it. Listen to Eat Kentucky. We chat all about how we got the Lee and Haley show. I'm Alan Cornett, and this is the Eat Kentucky podcast. Welcome back to the Eat Kentucky podcast, where we celebrate Kentucky, its food, and its culture. This is your host, Alan Cornett. We've got a couple of fun guests today, but first I want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button to the podcast so you can be notified of future episodes. I've got some great interviews in the pipeline. Also, please scroll down and leave a five-star rating. It only takes a moment and really helps others find the podcast. Way back in episode three, an unemployed Haley Harmon visited the podcast for a chat. Today, she's back with a job, a new show, and a co-host, Lee Cruz. You probably saw Lee and Haley's viral video announcement about their new show premiering on Monday, February 17th at 4 p.m. on Lexington's ABC 36. In this episode, Lee and Haley welcome me to their new offices to discuss the road that took them from their old show to the new one. Along the way, we find out what Lee had in his bottle as a baby, the dangers of moonshine peaches, and the vision that Lee and Haley have for their new show. There are a lot of laughs, some restaurant recommendations, and we learn that unexpected turmoil might just lead you where you wanted to go all along. Welcome to Eat Kentucky. I'm here live with Lee and Haley. Woo! We're excited to be here. Yeah, thanks they, for having us. Hey, thanks for being on. They let you all out of uh, solitary confinement for a little bit. Yes, yeah. for a little bit. They being who, the who, officials. The, the officials, officials. The powers that be. Yeah. That's right. The powers that be. Well, yes. I, uh, you, you all, you all are in the new spot. I'm mm-hmm. here in your luxurious offices, mm-hmm. at Channel Thirty Six. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I guess the marble is what really surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, but, we demanded it's it. it's nice. The marble bust. The marble bust the, of, yeah, of me. Of Lee. That I've yeah, with commissioned, the, of course. Wearing the tricord hat. And, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what nice. I found most confusing is he told the sculptor, I'll need, just envision David, the statue of David, That's and then right. you'll, you'll yeah. have me. But warmer weather. But warmer weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. That's the end of the yeah, episode. Good luck to you. And that's it. God bless. And that's yeah. it. We're calling it. But yeah. I, no, I, it's it's nice. I appreciate y'all having me out. Yeah. And uh, chat a little bit. So I, I understand you all have got a show or something coming up. Something like that. Something like that. Um, it's yeah. February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Monday, February seventeenth. We premiere on ABC thirty six. We're at four p.m. now, and now mm. we're an hour long. Thank you. Wow. For asking. You know, you think everybody in the world knows because mm-hmm. it feels like that's all. Well, it is all we do and talk yeah. about, and people that approach us. But on social media the other day, 
So yesterday, I saw some lady go, I tuned in at 4 o'clock, and I didn't see anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> lady, Ma'am. it's the 17th of February. Ma'am. I Give know. us a moment. I know. It's a, sl- it's a slow roll. It, it is. is a slow it's roll. It's a slow roll. But, yeah, we've gotten such a good response. I mean, from the day we announced, yeah. which I had a full-blown panic attack the day we announced, in the bathroom at First Watch. Nice. That's where we met with our whole executive team to... Kind of, you know, celebrate, and it was, then we, it felt it felt like an election. It did, in a way, because we we knew we had it all prepared. We had the video ready to launch, uh-huh. which we had all seen, obviously, as hundreds uh, of times. We would just watch it. Yeah. It was our drug. <laughs> so we, you know, <laughs> just had it on the loop. That That's was right. uh, that was a look good at us. <laughs> couple of months process of shooting, editing, and getting it ready to launch, and then uh, we knew that the public was going to see this for the first time. So we were waiting for the returns to come in right. yeah. when it hit social media. And man, were we overwhelmed. Yeah, you the, got a pretty good response, yeah, I think. Yeah, 80,000 views by the weekend. And it nice. Was just... It was nuts. Well, and it was just not only to finally, it was this thing that we'd had you know, hidden for months, not just the video, but the, the knowledge that we're doing right. a show. We're back. Yeah. It, that was so hard to keep in for months. And then the video. We were mm-hmm. so excited about our announcement video because, you know, if you've seen it, we went all out. It's a little oh, yeah. dramatic, and a little yeah. more well, than some well, people might. A little might. dramatic. No, it's pretty funny. But that's our show. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. You know, we were like, it's we over can't the top. do a boring announcement right. like anybody else that would just make a Facebook mm-hmm. post and say, hey, we have a show coming. You know, we were like, we got to, you know, give people what they love us for, which is comedy and ridiculousness and... We feel like that's what we supplied. And people love the video. People were freaking out about the news, about the show. But it, then it was so lovely when people were like, that video is hysterical. That's so Liam Haley. And that made us feel really good. So is that a preview of what we're going to see on the show? Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. You'll see a lot of that. I mean, we've been working on stuff. Uh, and we'll do more stuff today that is absurd. Yeah, so like uh, prepackaged skits. Kind there'll of be a lot of prepackaged skits, but there'll be guests like mm-hmm. yourself. And, uh, yeah. you know, folks that um, we love to showcase. And, um, and and then we're also going to be able to help some people, too, because with the help from our title sponsor, the Kentucky Lottery, yeah. we've invented this thing called Winning Wednesdays, where we feature a charity. Um, oh, nice. So that's sort of our philanthropic effort where mm-hmm. they get money regardless. We're going to write a check for at least 100 bucks, But... The lottery is going to provide scratch-off tickets that hopefully... And that these the two the, of us get to scratch on the show, and whatever we win also goes And these are the top-of-the-line scratch-off tickets where oh. the money's really good. You know, where the, not, possibly, the nice stuff. The nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. but even if we don't win anything, yeah. that we're still going to give them at least 100 bucks. But most importantly, it is a way for the public to see what this organization has been doing to try to make a difference in the community's life. So we'll get them some exposure and maybe even more help. So what are you going to do to fill up an hour? You got an hour to do. Uh, Alan, Alan, help. We don't know. A lot of. We're going to do a lot of pregnant pauses between sentences. Eat up a little time, Mm -hmm. kind of like a double space paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we're going to do. We really think it will be quite easy to fill up an hour, honestly, because. Our old show was just 30 minutes, and virtually every day we felt like we ran out of time. We always wished we had a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, yeah, there were the rare segments where it was like, well, this is a dud. Let's get out of this one. But 90% She's of the time. She's not looking at you, Alan, just so you know. No, oh. not you. No, there. it would even be, uh, we just weren't, weren't, wouldn't be on our game. Some days we'd look at each other and be like, this show sucks today. What yeah. is wrong with us? But it was great the days we'd look at each other and be like, that was awesome. That something work, unplanned yeah. that happened that was really fun. Well, when you're doing something every day, mm-hmm. it's hard for everything to line up. Yeah. 
What are you, what are you doing? Are you trying to freak us out? What's your deal? Yeah, it's pre just a little pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Who sent you? <laughs> Who do He's you work for? One of the other stations. He's working for the other He's stations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excuse me. But no, wait. I really can't comment about that. Yeah. Oh, Alan. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, everybody says that, but honestly, Haley and I can fill. Yeah. Twenty minutes with just her talking about whatever her morning routine was, hmm. and me making fun of that. Yeah. So we're not worried about it, uh, and I don't mean that in a. In a, it sounds, I think. You little, sound like a big jerk. Yeah, grumpy Alan is leaving. I'm saying that. But no, I think there's a, we're pushing each other all the time. Yeah. Because uh, we're insult machines and we're, we're, we're trying <laughs> to cap the other one. It's Don't not, piss it's, us off, Alan. It's not we'll about, rip you apart. It, again, it's not about our ego. It's about trying to decimate the other person. Sure. Well, I understand. And, but when we it's, it's not really about it, victory. It's about defeat for them. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I, I want him to lose. And it's compelling television. Well, you know, they were talking about that on the ball game last night. You know, the, they were talking the, about our the, show? No, well, about players. Who, John Cal, big not, friend of the show. Love that guy. They were talking about players who hate to lose well, that's more right. than, they, and those are your more than they want to win. That's, that's right. You're talking about so, Michael Jordan. You're talking about Tiger Woods. So, so from your perspective, you you want the other person to lose more than you want Absolutely. to win. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to lose. I hate to lose. I hate to lose, too. But... Lee and I, we really came to a realization when we were still doing the old show that, like, the reason a lot of our segments work is we realize we both do the same thing. We're just trying to make the other one laugh. Mm -hmm. When it's just us two talking, but even in an interview, that's where most of our jokes come from and what we're fueled by is I'm just trying to make Lee laugh or make him mess up, and then I feel like I've won, and I feel like, oh, this is really good. And yeah. viewers love that. They love to see us bantering back and, and boy, forth. Boy, you did a doozy. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Big check mark. I did. I said, gotcha. <laughs> oh, I'm really going to get him this time. I had a lot of resentment. So, yeah. uh, you all can keep a, keep a chalkboard in the back, and whoever wins yeah, each segment, should. you can do a mark. And, yes, and exactly. No, we intuitively know who the winner is all the time. It's always me. It's always me. No, well, okay. I, I wanted to have you all back on because last time I had Haley on, yeah. she was about to start a podcast, and that's already falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, Anything she does without me seems and, to fall apart. And so I thought, well, maybe I could give Linda a little hand on the show. And I Thank saw that you. you're about to have another podcast. Is that right? I saw saw a picture of you with a mic. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be helping. So um, I'm a media um, ambassador for Dwell CBD. Oh, okay. uh, some friends of mine and Lee's own um, Dwell CBD out in Brandon Crossing. And so I personally take their products and have for a really long time and then now I've just kind of started letting people know about them but yeah they have a podcast gotcha. and so they're just wanting me to be a guest on it so I don't have my own podcast okay. anymore and you guys know why um corporate America welcome uh, the, the um, man is keeping you down started. the man really is petty <laughs> um no so yeah so I'll be on their podcast some but then several people have asked us lately about Lee and I possibly doing a a podcast and so we we may we'll see how time allows and we get in our new rhythm our new show we'll see how this one's received fun. i don't know if it that's bombs true. you may yeah, be bomb, you know yeah maybe not maybe yeah so you can hear that. me soon not only here but also on dwell and then we may if it does come bomb, up with a good idea means that alan you and i will do one together sure okay that's fine okay you know what <laughs> i'm out on this not just this podcast this whole show i'm not going to work with someone like this she's goodbye. storming out yeah All goodbye right hear her heels click against the marble. Mm -hmm. My heels, his heels. Look at him. My mother says they have dancer's legs. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh. So Lee. <laughs> yeah. 
I had Haley on before. Chatted yeah. with her a little bit about her background. Let's talk a little uh, bit about you. You're uh, you're a, a Winchester native, is that correct? That is correct. Yes. You Turn grew, of the century. Grew uh, up with a, right. a, a bottle a bottle on on L81 and right. that and bourbon on the other. <laughs> That's right. So, hey, child. Yeah, no, I, 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 well, he's not lying. I had, I, I, I had L eight one in the baby bottle. Okay. Well, I was really? just. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's Why nice. He would put it in there. We yeah, br- I mean, I wasn't an infant, but I mean, you know, when I was 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but when you were a toddler, a lot of kids would, you know, you're still. Sucking on a bottle, you get, get your ALA. Like juice or, or milk or like not, not me. Not. Well, he's from Winchester. Nice. That's right. Now, Was I'm, it bourbon and ALA? May have been. <laughs> your your <laughs> your bottle had there may be bourbon in this. Yeah, right. exactly. There he is, passed yeah. out. Again. <laughs> Boy, he sure naps a lot. <laughs> so, what led you to TV? Uh, when did when did you think I should be a TV mogul? After my third patient died <laughs> on the table. That's right. And I said this. He worked at a waxing salon. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, this may not be for me. Uh, I've always wanted to do it. When I was a little kid, I loved David Letterman and Johnny Carson. And um, so I didn't, you know, I didn't have any other mission. I, you know, I, I'm so confused. We've had this conversation with Haley and I where I know what I've wanted to do since day one. And she's just figuring it out. That drives me insane. <laughs> Like, you know what you're, well, I tell her what she's good at doing, and it's this. And she's like, so she's, I, I just didn't know. She's thinking about TV. I'm sorry, is that what I sound like? <laughs> I, just didn't know. I just didn't know. No, what now, I mean is she's, you know. she has a comic sensibility and a comic's mind. And for her to go fiddle around in that zombified world of news is ridiculous. What a waste of talent. Because there isn't anybody on that side of the building that can do what she does. Nobody. So why go over there and play in that world? Those losers. Thank you for the support. The career I dedicated <laughs> 10 years of my life well, to. Well, that was a mistake. Wasn't <laughs> it? it was a huge mistake. It wasn't. But anyway, so I, I knew what I wanted to do right away. And, I, and uh, so I just followed my heroes like Letterman and I did stand-up comedy. Still do stand-up mm-hmm. comedy. I was in Louisville last week, killing them, literally. Thursday night show anyway. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it was good. It was I had a good time, but um, so you had uh, you had Haley as a guest on on your yeah, stand up. Yeah, she came in. Uh, I was very New proud Year's? of her. I was very proud of. Yeah, we let her open the show, and she got up there. Oh, you let me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See if I let you again. Oh, damn it! <laughs> but she did great. I was yeah. I, it felt really good. I was mm-hmm. terrified. Because Lisa's like I've, you know, I'm into comedy, and I know I love to make people laugh, but I, for me, it's just spur of the moment. I'm very, like, witty in the moment. Right. So one line. I'm not a kind plan. Of thing. Yeah, I'm, but yeah. I, it just comes to my head, and I just say it. Right. I don't plan anything, so I, that's I feel like I would bomb at that. Yeah. Like, terrible. So you got to have so actual nervous. an actual routine when yeah. you're up there. But I find that I do better when I don't plan. So I really had no idea what I was going to say. So I just went up there. I kind of had a general like. Like, you know, Scott Wilson, the MC, was like, you got to say this and this and this. A couple of things. Other than that, I was like, I'll just get up there and talk. Yeah, that'll work well. <laughs> Take that on the road. I don't want to go on the road, and certainly not with you. Look, I'm miserable already her, in this office. Her goal is now to be on Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars, cars Getting, getting coffee. coffee. Wouldn't yeah. that chide Lee? <laughs> God, that would give me so much joy. <laughs> he would lose. 
I'm with Seinfeld and you're not. Yeah. And then Chappelle pops up from the backseat. No. Hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my guys. Yeah. But, you know, like, it has taken me a while to get to this point. But I am thankful for... Sobriety. Sobriety. <laughs> hey, you know what? No shame. No. Um, but if you are going through that, that's okay. There's help. There is help. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, like, I always knew... I certainly didn't really think I knew that I wanted to do like a comedy kind of show like this. I just really hadn't thought about it. I just never really thought of it as an option. I just sense. thought news was a way to, my whole life people would, yeah, I think I've told you this now before, my whole life people would always say, yeah, like you need to be on camera, you need to be an actress, you need to do something like that. And so I think news was just an avenue to do that without putting myself out there too much. Because I'm brave, but I'm also very scared. So I think news was the perfect route for me and I was always interested in it because it was a way for me to be on camera and, you know, animate and whatever, present, but the words coming out of my mouth were put there for me. I didn't have to come up with them. I didn't have to be creative. And so... Which is still true. <sighs> Enjoy that one, you big prick. Um, no, so, but I'm, so anyway, so I got into news and I loved it, but then my first job in Bowling Green, I did a show not like this, not so much comedy, but it was the first time I got to do a show there called Mid It was called Midday Live. And it was kind of like Midday Kentucky here at 36. Mm -hmm. So it was like a community-centric show, but the anchor there that I worked with, Chris Allen, who just retired recently, um, he was very funny as well. And so we kind of had this really great par partnership. And that's when I got my first taste of like working in a news station but not doing a news show. And I loved it. It made me feel really happy. I felt like I got to show more of my personality. And so that's kind of what I've sought out every job since then when I worked in Knoxville and then when I, you know, got to 18. And 18, I'm, I'm really thankful for my news career because I feel like I really gave it my all and did a really good job. But I also feel like it really has helped me get to this point because it let me see what kind of television I really wanted to do. And it really built my confidence. I've gotten so comfortable. Like if I tried to just go into doing a show like this without 10 years of TV experience and being in front of the camera for hours and hours and hours every week, I wouldn't have the confidence to do this. I would have been so awkward on camera. So even though Lee thinks my news career is stupid, I'm very thankful for it because it gave me presence. It gave me television confidence. It gave me the, the baseline and the tools mm. to now build on top of and do this comedy show yet with this base set of skills. You know, you know what else it did, Alan? It gave her the strength to provide you with that long-winded answer. <laughs> Good God. You are, you... My God. I can cut that down. Please. Hmm. Want to know how we're going to fill an hour? Ask the because I'm not talking <laughs> no. anymore. No. No, we, we've tried that. Know. Yeah, this is where we cut to that, 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 that bit we've got. I don't know if you've seen it on social media, where she actually said, okay, I'll just shut up. And all I had to do was just look at her and just go, watch this. I miserable. I've See? Got, I've got things to say and people <laughs> need to hear it. There is nothing you can do to stop it. Well, and you've had you've had all this pent up for months at this point. Yeah. So the mm. first show, Lee, Lee will be lucky to get a word in. I'm gonna say I've got a I've got something from the Lord I need to share with you guys. Mm. Real quick. So the show your the show is conceived as then a comedy show. That's what it is. Yeah, I think first and foremost. Comedy talk. Yeah. But I mean, you, you know, you're not coming to us to you know, change your life in a serious way. Uh, it's an escape. You right. know, our, yeah. our show uh, lets you forget about maybe whatever problems or hardships. And I'm telling you, that's the most 
gratifying thing we get. So it's kind of like Oprah with a sense of humor. Well, no. <laughs> Good Lord, Alan, that's horrible. Hey, you're, not, you're not writing the copy. <laughs> We'd no, kill but, to get a Weight Watchers as a sponsor. We would kill for that. <laughs> I will, like, uh, on our, and I left it up here, and we get these kinds of letters all the time, and we, if I'm watching that pull up. Why or you can go to Twitter, twitter.com. There it is. There okay. it is. But we get this letter, <laughs> and so this is what drives me, anyway. It says, Dearly, my husband is a polio throat cancer two-stroke survivor. He was given two weeks to live on November 14th, He's doing great now and improving every day. He never missed your show, and you made him laugh. To see him laugh made my day every day. I just wanted to thank you for putting joy into his life and mine. Thank you so much. God bless. Wow. And we get that kind of stuff all the time. That's amazing. Where we've made, even though we're just goofing off and being silly and ridiculous, we made people feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That means everything to me. Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think people, people minimize humor a lot of times because yeah. they want us to be seri overly serious mm -hmm. about situations. But sometimes the best way to respond is laugh at it. Yeah. Make fun of it. Mm -hmm. Make And make people laugh. I mean, somebody like that needs some joy in their life. Right? Yeah. While we take a brief break, I wanted to tell you about my day job and sometimes nights and weekends. I'm a realtor with Keller Williams Bluegrass Realty. When I'm not eating or posting about food, I help people find the home of their dreams in the Lexington area. If you need to buy or sell your home, please email, text, or call alancornett at kw.com or 859-327-1818. Now let's talk more about food. What do we expect on the first episode? Probably a lot of tears. On your end? Yep. Um, not me. Is that at the end of the show? No, that'll be right off the top. Before, during, <laughs> after. Uncontrollable He's sobbing. very emotional. Mm -hmm. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, well, first you'll see a lot of gratitude. We're just going to be excited. We're going to be just as yeah. excited as our viewers. We're, gonna, we're not just going to jump in like it's a normal show. We're going to be giddy right along with everybody else. And then we've got some special things planned. Um, and uh, you get a sense of, and we're going to figure it out. I mean, we've still got rehearsals to do, obviously, before we launch. But I'll be curious to see exactly how it flows. Yeah. For that full hour. It'll be a lot of the same. We're bringing back, even on that first day, some Lee and Haley favorites. Mm -hmm. So if you watched the show before out there, our first day, we're bringing back one of our most iconic moments from the old show. Um, mm -hmm. And it's very timely, mm -hmm. and we're very excited about it. Um, but then we're also, yeah, just going to bring some new to it. And just, it's going to be a lot of the same, but just so much better yeah. and double the time. We're just going to get to hang out a lot longer. Do you feel freed in having complete control over it yes yeah oh my yeah. gosh 100 i mean there, it's a double-edged sword so you've got uh you've got the freedom you know to control the content the way we want and um it's ultimately up to us what we want to put on the show yeah but it's ultimately up to us what's on the show and so we're the ones that there's no falling back and, and that means a lot of responsibility as far as employees production you know getting this thing launched is some heavy lifting mm -hmm. so is all the production done in-house with your own team mm -hmm. yeah all the yeah post-production the show is broadcast live through tvq's personnel right. but we're responsible for the content yeah and we're using their all studio. the pieces you know that you see gotcha yeah. so i read 
on the initial articles that you all were talking about possibly syndicating out as mm -hmm. in a long term? What's mm -hmm. your all's plans as far as that goes? Well, it, right now is to sort of uh, get our feet wet and see how this works for us, but we have a pretty good tacit agreement with the company that owns TVQ to put us in their markets, and that's why when our show launches, you'll see our show open, Haley and I traveling around the country in various cities, and those cities are these markets that we're targeting. So you'll see us in places like Chattanooga and Columbus, Mississippi, and Wilmington, North Carolina, and Macon, Georgia. So. And we feel like that's our, the South is our, you know, yeah, I think we is play our bread well. and butter. Yeah, I, I think, think you'll probably play better to that. Audience. I think yeah. so, you know, God bless those out West and up North. Yeah. <laughs> Hope we never come to your town. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, I, I you know, I, I'm a Southern kid, I guess, but. You're a Southern belle. Don't talk to yourself negatively true. like that. that. You're, You're not right. a Southern kid. Antebellum. You are so But when I play wonderful. places, Dayton, Ohio, and, Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm, I do just as fine there as I do anywhere else. I mean, as far as comedy is concerned. So I think our sensibilities will play anywhere in America. You know, and now whether or not that's accepted, we'll find out because we got some targets, you know, in the north as well. But mm -hmm. we'll see. What's the timeline on that look like? I think, I think you'll start to see movement in the fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? Because that's kind of when the TV schedules get freed up, right? And renewals happen, so and so there's six months before. Yeah, there's so there'll be spaces available for us to go into. Mm -hmm. So does that uh, change and affect the the kind the kind of content you're going to have? Less Lexington, Kentucky well, focused, or it, it'll more be so regional. The my thought process on that is. Um, there's a template out there. It's called the Bob and Tom Show, and Bob and Tom were the iconic Indianapolis radio show. And they decided to go national. I mean, they decided, but it happened because they were so good. And they just made a few tweaks. So I think you you don't necessarily have to change the content so much as just the way you present the content. Yeah. So instead of, say, talking about specific restaurant located on Short Street, you talk about that specific dish. Sure. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it just it becomes... You know, but you still feature all the people that you have. It just yeah, we're not going to lose our Kentucky centric, no. you know, roots for and, sure. And my theory on that too is, I think the folks of Kentucky would forgive that anyway. They they know who we belong to, you know. I think they'd be excited for us to get a national stage. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it would be great for Lexington to have. So they're not going to be upset that we're not saying, you know, Short Street open at two, right? You know. Yeah. I think they'd be fine with it. Yeah. You know, to get the exposure. So, tell me about your road trip. So, you went on this road trip how, we did. how long ago? Mm, was it October? It was October, yeah. Yeah, we it got started pretty much right away after everything, you know, went down. And so, yeah, mm. we were gone almost a full week. It was just Lee and I and our photographer, Devin, a big friend of ours. We love him. And, yeah, we had... Wow, we drove a long way. We drove all over. We drove, because Devin and I added it up, we drove the equivalent of New York to Los Angeles. Oh, and wow. And a little more. Did we really? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so, in a week's time. And we went to all those markets where we're hopefully going to air. And then we're hopefully going to get into several other cities in Kentucky as well. Mm. You know, the, we used to be on in Pikeville and Louisville, and we're hoping to get both of those and then possibly go to western Kentucky as well. Mm. But, um, yeah, we were gone a week, and we went to all those cities, and we had... So much fun. We yeah, had that so was much good fun. Because Haley and I hadn't worked since May. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a chance for us to bond again. And Yeah, it was and, nice. We hadn't, yeah. And it, yeah. goof off and play. Because and, we did some interviews as well. 
and then we got to see things that we hadn't seen before, like mm -hmm. New Orleans. And, mm -hmm. You know, so we had a great time. What? G give me a, give me a story from, from the trip. Uh, what? The, the one you don't want to tell or don't want people to know. No, I, yeah, yeah. Nobody will ever hear it on this podcast. Yeah, that'd okay. be nice. Yeah, that'd be mm -hmm. nice. Uh, did you know that they make um, moonshine peaches? Um, <laughs> did you know as well uh, that they are very potent? Did you know this? I, I guess I didn't know that specifically. Yeah. Well, where, where is this? That they well, this them? is, we were in Chattanooga. Okay. And so that's, you know, near to the Smokies, you know, where Old Smoky Moonshine is made. Oh, okay. You know, they sell it up there. And so they just have these jars of, you know, it's a big company now of all different flavored moonshines. But one of their other products is they sell like so moonshine like soaked a, fruit. So it's jars like a of, jar of moonshine with peaches yeah, in it. But it'll be, it'll basically be just filled with peaches and they pour moonshine gotcha. down over it. Well, it soaks them up. Well, Lee, we were at, um, well, we were at the liquor store um, when, that night. We decided we needed some refreshments back at our hotel room, the three of us. We just, you know, so we just got, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And Lee sees the, the peaches and was like. I love peaches. Yeah, well, he was like, sure. well, this will be good. And we were like, oh, okay, we get back to the room. And Devin and I both had like one peach. And we both were like, oh, whoa, like, whoa, that'll get you. Yeah. Well, Lee couldn't stop. He loves a peach. He loves produce. Mm -hmm. And. He was just pouring the juice out and putting a little peach in there. By the end of the evening, Devin and I look over, and Lee's just like dumping into a little hotel plastic cup, like just this. filled with peaches, just overflowing with peaches. And then he was just eating them. And then he's just giggling like a little schoolgirl about everything. I did that anyway. I wish we could show you the video. But I've, I've, my favorite thing to do on the trip is I would just video Lee without his knowledge at all times. Because he <laughs> well, just... Well, that got old in yeah. the shower. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> he said, no, come back. <laughs> no, but I would just video him because Lee is so funny. And just even without meaning to be, it's just ridiculous. Hmm. So we, I just started videoing him after that. And he's sitting there and, and we're talking about that we're going to go to New Orleans. And he says... Oh, so, so tomorrow we are, we're going to go to New Orleans and we're going to introduce Haley Harmon to the French. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it just like that. I'll show, it to you. I'll show you the video, Alan. And me and Devin were like, oh my gosh. You know, the, the, the crazy thing about it, being an employee my entire life and now being a company owner, uh, manifest itself when we were at that liquor store because yeah. um, our CFO is the former chief financial officer for Channel 18 who is a wonderful friend of ours by the name of Sandy Byron we adore and her and we love her and she, she yeah. but she you know ran LEX with an iron fist mm -hmm. and so there was always a little fear about Sandy you know even though you know she was she, I, well, she probably did earn that too, but I mean, she's she's so sweet. She is so she's sweet. She's such a good friend of ours. But she's no nonsense as yeah. well. So and when so we're you're purchasing not, yeah. the liquor, you know, which is on our new company card, is forbidden in at the old days. Right. I, I yeah. decided to pay with cash, <laughs> and then it dawns on me when we're walking to the car. Small go, unmarked bills. I own the company. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I was still afraid of Sandy. To, For her to see the receipt. I'm thinking, oh, God. And Sandy's like, well, what do I, you know, we're working. I'm she working thought that years. was hysterical. Yeah. yeah. She was like, you know. So but. that so that's what that that pile of cases out in yeah. the in the lobby was. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The peaches. But yeah, Lee got a little giggly and then we <laughs> we 
We had so much fun. Well, it should have should have gotten a jar, passed them around. That could have made this. Yeah. You know, you're right. We should have brought no, something no, for listen, you. If we're just going to uh, attack character here and that, no like, one is attacking oh, character. Let me, let me just say this: okay. when we were in New Orleans, you know, somebody decided, when she was meeting the French, yeah, somebody. Excuse me, Alan. It's the French. Somebody decided to have more than one hurricane, and then a hand grenade, and whatever else you had, and wanted to keep up with the boys and smoke a cigar, which I knew was not going to work out well for her. Was, is that on video? Yes. Well, yeah. There's a, There's a picture right here, there. Here we are, right here. I don't want to undo the I microphone. didn't drink those, that, those hand grenades down there were disgusting. I had two hurricanes. Oh, Let nice. me live. Yeah. Nice. So, um... But then we have an interview to conduct with a lady at the hotel, and... I was ill. And so we begin the interview. She doesn't ask one question <laughs> for the entire four-minute interview. I was trying not to throw up. And, it, no, and for the record, no one judged me out there. I was not drunk. It was the cigar. Like, I just didn't think that it would have a side, because obviously I don't smoke. So anyway, it made me feel very ill. So I was trying not to throw up on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not I'll supposed to inhale on those, I think. That's yeah, the, you're, that's you're the, just the, the hero the Bill, over here. It's oh, the yeah. Bill Clinton approach. Oh, yeah. yes, you're right. right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, I really liked Lee Hanging during the interview. I asked maybe one question, but it took everything in me to ask. Yeah. And then she ran away, literally. I did. I was like, gotta ran go. Back Goodbye. To room. We didn't see her until the next day. Yeah, that's how night works. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's rewind even before that. So you leave till eighteen. Yeah, I sure did. Not necessarily voluntarily. Nope. Haley's left behind. Mm-hmm. She gets to have me as a guest a time or two. That's mm-hmm. right. When did the vision for this show come about? Um, the day I got fired. <laughs> Now, I mean, I, that, I had a lot of work to do to figure it out, you know. I didn't know if she would be available. I didn't know, you know. And um, so I didn't know what would happen, but the day I got fired. Because we, you know, in the old company we worked for, their plans were to syndicate us. They yeah. told us so. They told us the week before all of those events happened at the Derby that they... Had talked to their stations and were trying to free up space to put us on those stations. So the good Lord left us there long enough, or in my opinion, to let me hear that yeah. from that company that says you are capable of hitting big league pitching. Mm-hmm. And then I think, uh, you know, fortuitously got us out of there. Right. So now we own it. So right. instead of working for somebody, now we can do what we love to do and reap the benefit instead of letting somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. So in the end, this has all worked out. Absolutely. It has. It absolutely has. The best thing ever to happen. It's been a crazy road. Crazy route yeah. to get yes. here. The, but we've not, ended not, here. Not the linear great. path. So when, when were you on board? After I left. after Because I left. He got fired in May, and I left 18 in August. I just It just was not a place I wanted to be anymore. And I adore Channel 18. I adore the people that work there. Yeah. Everyone. Like yeah. I have nothing bad to say about anyone that works there in Lexington. But we got a new corporate office right before, you know, and as, you know, everybody knows, you know, a new company bought 18 right before Lee got fired. And just in that amount of time, it just was a place where, and a job that I no longer 
wanted to be in, which was sad. I hated to leave all my friends at 18 and the security, but you know, it just wasn't, it just wasn't the right place for me anymore. And I, it was a really hard realization to, you know, cause I was still under contract and it, I was afraid they were going to make me fulfill it. I had another year, but I mean, you know, I was just very honest and just said, you know, I'm miserable. This is, I feel like I'm wasting my time. This is not the job I signed up for. I've been forced into this and I'm coming in every day and doing my absolute best because, you know, I'm a professional. i got to do my job. But I just wasn't happy anymore. I wasn't fulfilled anymore. I felt like I was living somebody else's life. And I was like, I can't, you know, I did it for three months, gave it my all, really tried, really, really tried. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't the place for me anymore. It was more so about the job than the environment. The environment and the big changes that were happening after Lee's stuff didn't make it any easier. But yeah, the job was just not the job I wanted anymore. You know, and I, so I was sad about it. Did, did you have a, a non-compete to keep I did, yeah. So that's why our show doesn't start till February 17th. <laughs> yeah. Which is another blessing, actually. It is. It is a blessing. Because we had to go get employees. You know, we have to buy equipment. So, and, and we want to build. We want to have stuff ready to showcase people and, you know, hit them with an uppercut on the first day. So yeah. you're not you're not forced into it quickly, right? Exactly. It was yeah, kind if we of had to just take off running, that would have been maybe disastrous. So you had the plan for the show, the some day form. After. I mean, right. I didn't right. know right. what it was, but yes. you had a vision for it, right? So away. how did how did the connecting with Channel Thirty Six? They called work? me the day I got fired. I was in Florida. Um, if I was I was in Florida setting out my suspension, you know, because they suspended right. me first, right? Then. They fired me. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, it's a great story. You're going <laughs> to so, love it. <laughs> but, um, um, you know, and I, I didn't know what in the world I was going to do. But I get a phone call from Tim Wagner, who's the sales manager here. And he said, Lee, uh, I'm sorry what happened, buddy. He goes, but we'd love to talk to you. Would you be willing to do that when you get back? And I said, yeah. And I didn't really think I would want to talk to him. And then I got phone calls from other places around town. And uh, so I talked to all of them. But this place had that feel like the old TV station had, which was family-owned yeah. and operated business. Mm -hmm. and, and the guy who owned, well, the president of the broadcast division, his name is Bobby Berry, and, and he flew in to meet me and said, you know, Lee, we'd love to have you. And I know you want to be syndicated. And I have stations I can put you on. And so that was a big selling point. Sure. And um, so that's where I wanted to end up. And that's, you know, that's who I signed the deal with and formulated the company. And, and then that company formulated when Haley felt like she was able to do what she wanted to do and, and come over. And then we started another company. So that, so now we have a Lee and Haley LLC. So how, where did the idea come of, of creating your own company rather than working, being part of 36? That was, what well, was a, um, I had been doing, I had been doing television for 20 years and I knew what the revenues were. I knew. It's sickening when you see the numbers how much, how much money a station makes that I was generating for that company over there and not getting even a small percentage of it. So it seemed like a no brainer to me. Sure. Let's see if I can own it. It took a little convincing. Um, but you know, that was the only way I was going to operate. So once they realized that was, it was sort of a deal breaker, either I own it or I'm not coming kind of worked out that way. But again, there's so much more benefits that we can 
mutually beneficial for both entities, you know, mm -hmm. us and TVQ. So yeah, it's a it great setup. It, it's a it's a real, and we've they've been great with us. I mm -hmm. mean, they've treated us like family since day one. Yeah, and uh, and we're so grateful and appreciative. So you're going in the afternoon show, yep. four o'clock. Yeah. How is that conceptually different from a morning or a noon show? One, I think the audience is a little bigger for us. Yeah. And um, so I wanted that. And it just felt right. It's just, it's more of a gut feeling than it is anything. Um, it feels like the show time. Yeah. Like something about it feels innately like that's the time. That's you know, when we're supposed to be on. And and, and I, a lot of that is due to Ella DeGeneres, you know, how her success with the same sort of feel that we will have, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Are you going to dance at the beginning of each oh, episode? I'm, I'm oh, not going to stop dancing, He's been dancing, stretching Alan. for days, yeah. Alan. Oh. Yeah. Those dancing legs. Yeah. Oh, the, oh his yeah. calves. Good mm. Lord. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that felt so right, that 4 o'clock slot. And I, I felt like we you know, we would shine there. even Because it would, again, get us a little bigger audience, but we'd still have that feel in the afternoon without the pressure of an evening or morning, I didn't. I didn't want to get up. I got up, you know, for twenty years. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. So let's do this. Just as as an outside observer, it seems to me like Channel Thirty Six is making some real positive moves, talent wise, across the board. Yeah. No, we agree, yeah. and and we saw that. I yeah. mean, that's part of the reason we're here. We saw that, like, and I and I've talked to you know Chris Aldridge, the general manager here, about this, and I said, you guys kind of feel like LEX did in the early 2000s because Channel 18 and Channel 36 at one time were always sort of vying for second place mm -hmm. while KYT was this dominant force and then boom they bought they brought and bought talent put them in there LEX did and next thing you know with some consistency they become number one yeah and that's kind of the way this place feels they're they're trying to position themselves that way and we hope we're going to just provide that support and, yeah. you know, we feel like it's very mutually beneficial. We really hope we can help them win and, you know, get some viewers that have never really tried them out before. Um, but they've given us such a lovely platform and really have given us yeah. the world. I mean, we just feel like there was no question this is where we were supposed to be. So where do you see the show? Where would you like to see the show one year, three years out? Where do you think it's going to go? We'd like to have a couple of syndication deals by mm -hmm. the end of this year. Get mm -hmm. you know, get us out there. We feel like, you know, we're both believers, and we feel like every step of the way has been, you know, God has really opened the doors. And so it's been a little too easy. It scares me. It's been a I'm little a too easy. Honestly. <laughs> I'm a cynic, and I keep going, "What? Yeah, why is this so easy? Yeah, this is going to crash and burn. <laughs> yeah. um, we hope not. But yeah, that door has been opened, and it's so exciting. It's a little scary, but we hope that's done in three years. I mean, who knows? Yeah, Alan, I mean, uh, the as she said, you know, as people of faith, it's just crazy how the people around us are the most perfect people at the right time. Oh, it's crazy. That have stepped up, we've been able to that assemble. their life journey brought them to us at that moment. And it's like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And it happens on, in just all, we call them our kids, but the kids back here, you know, the production staff and producers and editors, but then our attorney, our publicist, our CFO, our chief revenue officer, yeah. all of it was just perfect timing. And that's why I go back to, because the incident that happened to us made no sense. It was this crazy confluence of, <laughs> of just it, yeah. misunderstanding 
And then it becomes this thing that it wasn't. And it's like, how, why would God, how does this happen? And then you go, oh, on this end, you go, well, thank you. Right. Look yeah, at not, that. Not real fun at the time. No, it but, wasn't fun at the <laughs> time, but, I, you know, I'd go through it again if I get to end up here. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I would have taken a vacation that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you kind of did. I did. They gave me the rest of the week off after things nice. hit the fan. Yeah, yeah when it all happened. So she just leveraged it to vacation time. Oh, yeah. I did. I said I need to relax. This is a very stressful time for me. Uh-huh. Well, it was. It was hell on earth, but I know. it was like the twilight zone. It was crazy. Anyway. But, I mean, we're, it's better we're, now. we're so happy and, and grateful. We told Tops the other day. They interviewed us, and I think Lee put it best. He said, we thank them for what they did now, the people that fired Lee. Yeah. We actually thank them because we would never be here otherwise. But honestly, out of the, I mean, the most gratitude is the people of Kentucky. Yeah. Because they're the ones who rallied to us right away. They saw what they perceived, and rightfully so, an injustice. Yeah. And and they're like, why? What? What is this about? This is insane. And and the amount of support that we've gotten from the launch video to people and when you see us in public, it is overwhelmingly wonderful. And we can't thank them enough. And so it feels even more um, a more responsibility for us to perform well for them and hopefully give them a product that they'll love and make them feel better about life. Well, I wish you all well on the show. I appreciate you having me in. Yeah, we appreciate it. Should we talk about something food related since we're on Eat Kentucky? Well, we did did talk about peaches and L81. Yeah. That's a round meal right there. I think so. Have you ever soaked peaches in L81? I've not tried that. We could do it at some point. Sure. Sure. It might, it might yeah. could work. That might be good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get okay. Then, then so that we can, we can make sure we cover food topics. What, give me your top three restaurants that you like to eat at in Lexington. Uh, for Mexican, it's Poppy's on uh, in Chevy Chase. Yeah. Marcos is a good friend of ours, and he does just this home cooked version of. It's Mexican food, but like as it you're going to a real. I can't. I want to say. I can't remember where they're from. It's not Oaxaca. It's not. I can't remember. But anyway, wherever it is, it's so. Because his mother created all the (laughs) recipes. So good. Um, And so it's a very. You feel like you're at their home eating, as opposed to. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of we have a a lot of great Mexican restaurants in town, but that's what we love about Poppy's. It's got a very like I'm at their house feel. Oh, you just picked up a mini bottle of water. I thought that was an airplane bottle of vodka for a second. And I was like, Alan. Yeah, I just, I I just Alan. Oh, I, I genuinely did. I was like, oh. When interviews, when interviews go south. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Svetka. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, I, you know, I'm going to say Renata's Bistro. Renata does an outstanding job. I don't know if you've had any of her food. I have not been to the Bistro yet. Oh, she does a good job. And then... Uh, I don't know. There's so many good places. Carson's. I like Carson's over mm-hmm. there. They're mm-hmm. good. You know? Coeur d'Alima. Coeur d'Alima. We oh, love Coeur d'Alima. Yeah. Jonathan, he does a good job yeah. over there. What's that thing we like? The, uh, the uh, blue crab empanadas. Oh. Nice. That's not the thing we like. <laughs> oh, oh, we like those. Apparently. What we love is the... Apparently that's the thing she likes. That's the thing I like. We get that as an app. But no, for, what like is the that. thing? Oh, quinoa chaffa. Yeah, quinoa chaffa. And it's basically like chicken fried rice, but maybe It's also quinoa. my favorite wrapper. Oh, quinoa chaffa. chaffa. Here he is on the ones and twos. So good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all being on. Oh, thanks. We've got got some food content. Yeah. There we go. Thank you for having us. 
always a pleasure. And we got to have you on the show. Yeah. I'll bring those little airplane just, bottles, just, Alan, that's and we're right. going to get I'll bring the lit. airplane bottles. I'll bring the peaches. Just uh, just contact my agent, and we'll work it out. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Same to same. Yeah, yeah, we have we have an agent. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't. We have we have a travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can find links to Lee and Haley's social media accounts in show notes. Also, be sure to catch their new weekday show on ABC 36 at 4 p.m. beginning Monday, February 17th. And check out Haley's earlier interview on the podcast in episode 3. Please hit the subscribe button to the Eat Kentucky podcast to be notified of future episodes. And please leave a five-star rating. It really helps others find the podcast. You can follow my other explorations of Kentucky food on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The Eat Kentucky theme is by Art Mize. If you have questions or comments, you can email me at eatkentucky at gmail.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Lexington area, I'm a realtor with Keller Williams Bluegrass Realty. I would love to talk to you. Until next time, this is Alan Cornett. We did it.